I can't even remember why I wanted to wear someone's skin. And you said eat a lot of Fritos. Yeah, so you could bulk up. Oh. <laughs> and I could wear your skin <laughs> and just wrap around nicely. So what's your story? So the John and I met in grad school in Youngstown State University. And that's around the same time we met Jackie, too. We were in grad school. She was an undergrad. Scott was a, a guy that went to school with John at Slippery Rock. And Rick has just been around since the beginning of time. We've always, we've always known Rick. I remember bringing the songs to the band and kind of you know, realizing why aren't we playing these? You know, we were, you know, doing a lot of cover stuff. That album came together uh, beautifully, the last album, Keep Going, um, which came out in 2017. Um, and like, even now we're, you know, writing s songs, writing singles, and, you know, an EP is on the way. So we are really excited for what's to come. And when the band first started, it was pretty much the four hour bar gig, mostly cover songs, and then there was a push at one point it's like all right we're gonna try to focus on doing solely original music the band definitely got known for doing covers that were like just doing them totally different yeah you know, doing our typical way. pop songs but making yeah vindifying them making yeah. them like totally different and fun and john and i were in sort of the jazz program at youngstown state and we definitely the the collective we have a sense of improvisation at all times i think so we're always riffing always making up stuff and jamming like knowing that you're classically all trained, um, I guess what was like the worst recital that you've had? <laughs> recital? Yeah. Oh, I definitely have one. Um, it was a studio recital. Yeah, <laughs> it was a studio recital. So everybody in the percussion studio had to play a piece, and it was just like a public performance kind of thing. And I was playing the vibraphone, and I had an arrangement of "Come Rain or Come Shine." I just completely went brain dead when I went to play it, and I don't know what I played. It definitely was not the tune. It was real bad. And you uh, have to have all your stuff memorized. Yeah. Oh yeah, this was, this was memorized, and it was just like, I started playing it, and all of a sudden my mind started spinning, and it was just like, what happened there? It was, it was a weird, weird moment. Our class voice, we all had to sing a solo, um, like with the recording. <laughs> I didn't practice with the recording. <laughs> so the recording goes on, and I was like a bar ahead the entire time, and I finished, and there was like, Ended up being like three bars at the end. Now, it was not a recital or anything like that, but it was in front of my whole class, the voice teacher, and, you know, I'm learning to be a music teacher. And, yeah, slightly embarrassing, but... You slayed all of your recitals? I did slay all of my recitals. <laughs> uh, you know, just off the top of my head, I can't think of anything that was Nothing. truly bad. No, I thought it was fine, yeah. Right. thought I nailed it. One of the things John and I did in grad school, uh, John kind of spearheaded and led a Zappa band. Mm. So, and this was a tribute to Frank Zappa really playing his music, and it was a lot of fun, a lot of hard work. One of the members of the audience, or the, of the band, two different occasions. Um, oh, you tell the first one, let's tell the second pulled one. Pulled a prank. Yeah. And so there's this thing where um, traditionally Frank Zappa would say to the percussionist, uh, everybody watch Ruth, Ruth Underwood. And he's like, she would do something crazy on the marimba or whatever. So our friend Bob took this as he's going to just do something crazy in general. So the first time, this is the very first song we played. He decides to take cream pie and smash me in the face with it, first song in, and then run out into the audience and then cream pie an audience member. Right. I was okay with it, but I would rather it have been later in the set or something like that because I ended up having to play the rest of our hour-long set covered in whipped cream. I still, like, there's on my stick bag there's a stain the next show that we did was uh, out just in a bar setting and so we were playing a lot of the same tunes that we did at that 
at that concert a couple weeks before. And so he asked me again what, what he was allowed to do. And I said, you know, obviously just like, don't hurt anybody. Um, and so he, we came to that part and I didn't actually know what he was gonna do, uh, but he got water balloons. The, the people that are watching the band are just maybe three or four steps. And this, they're standing eye level at you, there's no stage. This was in winter too, right? Uh, November, December-ish, yeah. yeah. He throws out the water balloons and all of the water balloons one of them hit a girl in the face and broke her glasses. Yeah. The other thing was, when all of the water balloons came out, people just kind of slid to the side and they didn't break, but they bounced. So then those people picked up the water balloons and threw them back at the band. And it was just not good because there was a lot of electronics on the floor, front, front of the floor. So that was just... So then at that point, he wasn't allowed to do anything yeah. without we were told. That's a story that just, yeah, wasn't in... It's been, I guess, in the, yeah. the vault. So, um, you all do Whiskey Wednesdays. Yeah. Uh, what is your most memorable whiskey experience? I know you drink whiskey on yeah. Whiskey Wednesdays as you film, but... Well, what, I mean, I don't think, I'll tell you what. Like, during Whiskey Wednesday? Okay, or, or whiskey... Just whiskey experience. Of all time? Yeah. There's one time, we were in downtown Youngstown. It was me, John, and oh my Jackie. God. And, um, Where is this going? And, oh, God. Yeah, it's the Sunday of President's Weekend, which is Coolio Sunday. We went to see Coolio, Vanilla Ice, Salt and Pepper. And so it was the three of us. We went to the Cavelli Center in downtown Youngstown. And here there was going to be an after party at the club downtown. And Coolio was going to come to the after party. So we're just having a I good time. I didn't realize how much I was into, you know, yeah. Coolio being there. Well, we were, you know, hanging There's out. DJ. DJ. Yeah. And, there was um, a, a hamburger vodka. A hamburger shot. vodka shot. So it wasn't whiskey. It was it was that stupid shot. I had whiskey after that, but it was actually vodka, I believe, in that shot. But we were hanging out. Your friends came down. We were just all having a good time. Um, we're waiting for Coolio. It's ten o'clock at night. It's eleven o'clock. Um, Jackie's still going with her friends. We're outside you up front. To smoke. Yeah. And then we're standing out there, and here comes Coolio and his entourage. So he goes in. There's a VIP section. No, I was like, I was done. I'm like, I'm leaving. Coolio's not coming. Yeah. He wouldn't go on stage until yeah. he got chocolate chip cookies. That's a reasonable demand. <laughs> reasonable demand. We went. We went back, back outside. In. in. So we went back in, and we were hanging with Jackie. Hang Those are really good at then stories. Then we came back out again, and then he came. He out. came out. We got a picture with Coleo. We Coleo. got a picture with Coleo, which he wanted nothing to do with us. Someone said like he, they liked the Keenan and Kel song, and we were like, oh. Then we got a picture taken. Mm -hmm. Then we went back in. We went back in, and Jackie's dancing with her girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And I think she was feeling pretty good. No, and no. You, you guys just, whipped out the picture. You, you got the, the brunt of the whole thing. I so. did. I uh, got a drink thrown on me, and then I got punched a couple times. <laughs> so anyone there, the security guards had to have thought that like... <laughs> I did something to Jackie, like as a, just a, as a bro. Um, I should have. I should have uh, been like. Um, that was the beginning of a long night. I have a more tender whiskey story, if you will. Um, at my wedding a couple years ago, um, the band all sat in with the wedding band and played the song Tennessee Whiskey for my wife and I. And it was like a really special moment. We danced and everybody cried. And still to that day, my family members are like, who was that blonde girl that sang that night? So I have, I have never sung that song the same way since yeah, then. Well, it was so, uh, Scott. Yes. Tell me about how to play nerd ball. How to play nerd ball? 
<laughs> what are you referring to exactly? How do you how do you play nerd ball? Um, well, nerd ball was a I had a group of friends in high school, and we would go play baseball and basketball and stuff in the summer, and we were all nerds, so we called it nerd ball. Is that what you're referring to? Who do, who, who do, who do you know is my next my question yeah, to you. You're like, what are you talking about? I did my research. Oh, I love it. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's a deep cut. We'll, t- we'll talk after. It's not, it's not a game. It's literally we would just go and we had like a group on Facebook. We'd be like, hey, anybody want to go play like basketball today? And we were just all like nerdy kids who were in band and stuff and like to play sports. So, Ed, what are the elements of a great drum circle? Elements of a great drum circle. Ooh, another deep cut. Good. First and foremost is fun, whatever the situation. Um, I've been a part of some that are more team building, facilitation, communication workshops for like uh, a business. You know, you're doing those kind of things. But I think all in all, despite having a goal you want to achieve, it still has to be fun. A nice safe space to move in is always a helpful thing. And as somebody who can facilitate facilitate those kind of things, um, having a great sense of communication and being able to like clearly articulate ideas and say you want half of the group to do one thing, half the other to very clearly communicate and articulate those ideas, especially non-verbally, um, you know, using visual cues and hand motions and all that kind of stuff. I want to do it one time with you. You should. That's, that's my other job. Come, come, come watch. Come play. So, Jackie, you, after, after a night of you two, you wanted to tear someone, you want to wear somebody's skin for their birthday? What was that about? I can't even remember why I wanted to wear someone's skin. And you said eat a lot of Fritos. Yeah, so you could bulk up. Oh. <laughs> and I could wear your skin <laughs> and just wrap around nicely. Well, I was, I took a video of you. Oh my God. And you looked at and me. And posted it? And oh, then you yeah, looked at me and that. said. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I don't know. I was really upset. I remember being like, my birthday's coming up. I want to wear your skin for my birthday. So, so eat a lot, lot of Fritos. Fritos. I was uh, probably PNC mad party. that I was like in high heels or something, and I've been standing all day waiting and for you she two. She sat down. She took off her <laughs> shoes. Yeah. Where did you find that? It's Seriously. That was never online. Where can people find your music? <laughs> if you want to follow us and find us online, um, it's www.thevindies.com. And we are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. Um, you can find us on Spotify as well. We have some playlists up there, too. If you want to you know, find us there, just The Vindies. Look us up. Good job, Jamal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was on you and I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>